Hello, I'm M. And I'm Eyes. And welcome to our brand new podcast, Tipples and Tolkien. Let us be your guides as we return to Middle Earth this fall with the premiere of the new Amazon show, Rings of Power. We'll discuss episodes with you, tell tales of old, and even bring you a brand new tipple recipe every week to enjoy. You can find us on all major podcast platforms, as well as Twitter, which is at Tipples Tolkien, that is T-I-P-P-L-E-S T-O-L-K-I-E-N and Instagram at Tipples and Tolkien. So cozy up, pour yourself a drink, and come on a journey with us this fall on Tipples and Tolkien. The Cylons were created by man. They rebelled. They evolved. They look. And feel. Human. Some are programmed to think they are human. There are many copies. There are many copies. And they have a plan. Action stations. Action stations. Set Condition 1 throughout the podcast. Welcome again to Set Condition 1, a Night Shift Radio original. I'm your host, SC1 Actual, Caleb. I almost forgot to say my name. For a second, I'm like, wait, who am I? I'm Caleb. I was thinking too far ahead mm-hmm. to introduce the XO Kitsy, who's got their hand on the, uh, the key, ready to, uh, ready to launch on my command. He's dead, Jim. <laughs> That's not the right show. That's- Wait, which which podcast is this? <laughs> I do, you know, it would be way too much of an endeavor. But I, I anyway, Star Trek, I love it. Uh, and the president <laughs> of the twelve colonies of the podcast of our hearts, but not necessarily of Hilo, Mm-mm. Andrea. <laughs> I I think I might be one of the bad guys. I want, I want Hilo. Are we the baddies? Exactly. <laughs> I want Hilo in the next episode wearing a shirt with Laura Roslin's picture on it. Just says, "Not my not president." My president. <laughs> Lock her up. Am I right? <laughs> but like maybe I don't know. But, but maybe uh, you know. It, I guess like history will judge Laura Roslin to determine if she was a, a wise leader or a war criminal or both. Mm-hmm. Or, will we? <laughs> or will we? Or will we? We're history, right? <laughs> About to be. Like I was <laughs> like, a threat, like a fight. So we had a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't a uh, like part one, part two sort of cliffhanger. It was a named two episodes. They're so inconsistent with these to be continued. Sometimes, like, why is this not a two parter? But now. Exoduses. I do feel the need to tell you that the show is one linear story, so they're all to be continued. Yeah. It's all Except the last one. I don't follow. So, okay, so there's episode one, right? Are, you can't prove that the last one isn't a to be continued. Oh, is every episode connected? Yeah. Oh, they're it's not. Connected. This isn't an anthology series. No. <laughs> it's, no. It's one giant bottle episode. Uh, that's, <laughs> okay. That's but the bottle is the known universe. Yes. Yes, the bottle is the show. That's, Got it. That's why, um, that's why they use the same characters for every episode. I didn't realize they were using the same characters. Now I feel silly. Yeah. What we're going to find out at the end, the, the camera's going to pan out, and the whole show was taking place inside a ship in a bottle. <gasps> uh, <laughs> that, that an even bigger Adama is making. <laughs> yes. 
super dama. And then, and then he wakes up in bed. Oh, what a dream. What was the show that did that originally? It's was it Dallas? No, I thought it was Bob Newhart. It's Bob Newhart, but it's or like was a it spinoff. Uh, it's like the, he's his character from a different show, dreaming about the one where he. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Anyway, this is a Battlestar Galactica podcast. No, we to... only talk about Battlestar Galactica and nothing else on this podcast. I need to know just now. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, it was like the very last episode of the last season. He just woke up in bed as his character from the other show going like, wow, what a weird dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is actually kind of brilliant. A, a few shows have picked up on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was the first one. But as far as we know, to this point, season three, episode 12, of Battlestar Galactica the 2004 reboot. What's the name of this episode? Sci-fi original, which is called Rapture. As far as we know, it's not all the dream. Or is it? But uh, when we last uh, when we last left, or as, uh, as we like to say, previously, <laughs> on Battlestar Galactica. Um, on fire tonight. <laughs> we found the algae planet. It smells bad. We established that. Mm-hmm. On the outside. Uh, <laughs> what does it smell like on the inside? Probably like dirt. Worse. It's, it's, it's a rock, dirt planet. Uh, yeah. It just, it's earth like, except very algish. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you got it. How many, <laughs> how many sci fi franchises that aren't Battlestar Galactica can I reference in one episode? Uh, Legally, before we get like canceled. Uh, seven. Okay, so I've got f- four more. Yep. Make them good. Yeah, make them count. <laughs> oh, I, damn it. That's one. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> well, no, you made it. I, I didn't. They're communal. Okay. Okay. Uh, Are yeah, they? I think, I think they Ooh. have to be. Oof. Per podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> per podcast. Per, per show or per episode? Like, if it was per show, we would be very canceled <laughs> yeah, already. Be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, we'll be canceled eventually anyway. Have you heard this show? <laughs> I, I actually haven't. I don't listen to it. I hate this show. Oh, you love it. Mm-hmm. As, soon as, as soon as my contract is up, I'm fucking out of here. It's eternal. Need I remind you, you don't hate the show. You hate me. And that's okay. It <laughs> that doesn't make a difference to me. I sleep just fine either way. Caleb, as far as I'm concerned, you are the show. Mm. That part's true. So uh, we know that uh, the Chief Tyrrell has just had a feeling, and uh, he's hooked on that feeling, <laughs> and it's it's led him up into a to a to a rock formation, which turns out to be a temple, uh, an ominously named Temple of the Five, mm. uh, or Temple of Five. Uh, either way, wait, and wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. It's the Temple don't of Five. Me. Temple of Five. There are five Cylons we don't know yet. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's probably just coincidence. <laughs> it's probably, yeah, it doesn't. Could be anything. Well, we in, we introduced that idea last week, and we're still not. I don't, I don't know that it's definitively cleared up in this episode, but it is addressed. They do mm-hmm. they do make that connection to at least a, a certain extent. Uh, but what we do know is that uh, they when they realize it's the Temple of Five, they also realize that it's uh, supposed to be connected in some way to the Eye of Jupiter, which is supposed to point the way to Earth. And so the, the chief is frantically searching for the Eye of Jupiter uh, as we... Uh, as one so, does. As one does. And as we uh, repeatedly pointed out last week is uh, ignoring what appears to be an obvious sign, the, the, the Mandela, Mandala, Man, Mandala? The Mandela effect? Uh, I mean, basically, um, all of this has happened before, mm-hmm. and it will happen again. Mm-hmm. 
but different than you remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the saying. <laughs> Um, Rolls off the you must have got the extended cut this week. And <laughs> not us. They must have cut that part from our episode. So we 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 feel that like we see the symbol. Like how is that not the eye of Jupiter? But clearly, like he he sees it. He's not like looking over it and like intentionally missing it. So to them, that must not be the eye of Jupiter. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a symbol that they recognize because they refer to it a couple times as the as a mandala um, throughout the episode. Uh, but there's all the these these ancient glyphs, these inscriptions that the the chief is able to like slowly translate, and he he picks up some, and he you know he he recognizes certain words like star and explode, and you're all fucked, but he can't quite put together what what it all means. Danger, uh, Chief Tyrrell. <laughs> Galen, you're in trouble. The star is going to explode. I don't understand. What does it mean? <laughs> That's another one for. Anyone's keeping score? I have two uh, left. I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is is Tyrrell a dummy? And I didn't know until this week. How so? I just I I, I mean I know he's not the only one, and I know we talked about this last week, but it's it's so clearly an eye, and I understand that it's not, well, we'll get there, but that it's not quite so cut and dry. But the fact that he isn't at least like, I can't figure out exactly what's happening here. Like, this is clearly the eye, but I don't know what it does for us. You know what I mean? Like, but he's just. I feel like in this context, it's not clear to them that that, that is in any way related to the eye. I mean, they, they he recognizes the symbol. Like we said, he, he acknowledges mm-hmm. it, but he's. Stumble around in the dark trying to transcribe an, an ancient language that uh, somehow he understands, which I guess we can say is probably connected to uh, his upbringing yeah. within the church and like the Temple of Five being part of uh, the sect of colonial religion that he, uh, like his family, followed. So probably he it's it's probably like the equivalent of knowing Latin or like ancient Hebrew yeah. or Aramaic or whatever. Like he he knows it from from studying as a kid, uh, but he doesn't really know it. So he's he's frantically trying to translate what he can. Um, but I really think that I think I think that we're supposed to make an, uh, a connection with the the mandala, but I don't think that it's meant to be as important to them right. yet. I guess that's true, too, because they say they're looking for the eye, but they don't make it, like, in my head, they know they're looking for a symbol, which, Mm -hmm. for some reason, that was me taking my own, but that, yeah. They they also keep referring to it as though it's something that they're going to find and take with them. Yeah, exactly. And like we talked about last week, like, the literal arrow of Apollo, Mm -hmm. do they think they're looking for, like... Uh, you know, they they press the right combination of symbols on the wall, and like a little drawer will pop right. out, and uh, like the preserved eye of a god is gonna just be. And then Ty just knocks there. it into his own head. Yeah. <laughs> suddenly he's got X-ray and, vision, and then suddenly he can see the way to Earth. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, it's no, it's a light. It oh my god, shines out, and everybody has to follow him, like Rudolph. I want that cut. Mm-hmm. I want the cut where Ty finds the literal eye of Jupiter. Pops it into the socket and can see forever. <laughs> I, he would be so powerful. <laughs> he already is. I know. God, I love him. Um. So yeah, they they're they're up against the clock, so to speak. We know that there are Cylon Centurions on the planet that are closing in on them. Uh, the the handful of colonials that are left down on the planet. Uh, we know that there are a number of heavy raiders that are making their way towards the planet, and 
when we last left off, Adama had ordered nuclear weapons free uh, and was prepared to launch to destroy the planet rather than allow the Cylons to get the eye. He meant it. He fucking meant it. Mm-hmm. I love that about him. Okay. They're like, he's bluffing. He won't do it. I still don't know if he was bluffing or not. I think he would have done it. He. You so think. if he wasn't, he was so stone cold about it mm-hmm. that like it's it's impossible to to know. But you, I think he would have done it. You think he would have sacrificed Lee, Starbuck, D, Chief Tyrrell. I think like, if it came down to it and he had no other option, it was that or, I mean, theoretically, the, like, obliteration of the last of the human race by giving the... I think he might have weighed his odds and decided, like, I can lose, you know, 10 people or however many, 10 that we know, um, and a bunch of randos or everybody. I think he's capable of making those decisions when he really has to. Well, the good news is he didn't have to. He did not have to. Because all but one raider turned back as the and, Cylons uh, voted. But, the, but one didn't. Sorry, go on. Yeah. One didn't. And I, I thought this was really interesting because, um, you know, you, you have, uh, you've got Six and Cavill and Leobin and Sharon and Deanna all standing there around the thing. Um the thing being the mm-hmm. thing in the, the the one thing in the Cylon ship that they have, the little the little like touch me pond, mm-hmm. you know that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the touch me pond. You got it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Like when you go to an aquarium and they have uh, that yep. raised thing with the, exactly and you can touch the, gonna... the starfish. Uh huh. Yeah, it's that's what it is. That's what's in there. That's what's in there. It's a starfish. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, gross. <laughs> Deanna. <laughs> Deanna does not not that kind of show does not vote to turn uh, her her raider around I guess or whatever um, yeah do they and, each control one with their hand or is it just like well I think it's that each raider was piloted by a model represented by so like the, there was a Deanna in one and a six in another and a Cavill in another I assume inside the raiders yes the heavy raiders yeah the transport raiders yeah do yeah well, Here's Are they the other piloted thing. by yes. Oh, do we know that they're they're actually piloted by a uh, uh, a humanoid Cylon? Because if you look at the heavy raiders, they have a Cylon face. They have like a raider face. Okay, they may not. I be, think they might be piloted. A raider face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I think they're autonomous. They, they may be, but but there are people inside them. Like they, yeah. they're transport vehicles. So yeah. I guess which is weird because when you think about it, the Cylons get inside another Cylon and go. Somewhere that's kind of weird. Trojan Cylon. That'd be like if my car was what made of people. <laughs> it would be like your car was made of people, <laughs> or your Trojan horse was full of horses. Well, all of this before all of this again. Given the the comparison of the uh, the raiders, the, the regular raiders to like a, a beast of burden, it would be more like your car had literal horsepower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like I just climbed inside a horse and went, "Take me over <laughs> yeah, there!" Exactly. It was um, a giant horse. So. The cozy I thought, horse. I, I thought this part was was interesting because they, you know, she she says he's not going to fire nukes up for one raider, and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He almost does. He almost mm-hmm. does, but he doesn't. He he calls off the strike. So she was right. But what was 
what was wild about it, though, was uh, I think it was Lee Oban who said, that's not the issue. The issue is we voted and you're going against mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And it's a schism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good work. I know the pieces fit. So I watched them fall apart. Um, yeah. The, we this can't is, afford that song. Please cut this. Uh, we, we've seen like minor little like disagreements and stuff like that throughout the, the, the show between the silence. But for the most part, they tend to like reach a consensus and stick with it. And like, we see a lot of like, you know, one representative of a model will say like, we agree. And like, they'll, you know, they'll at collectively vote on a thing. It's typically been the, like the named individuals. Yeah. So Caprica and Boomer and Deanna, uh, who like you know, they represent their model, but have gone on in like an individualistic path that tend to deviate. But in this case, it feels like the entire uh, three line mm-hmm. is uh, possibly at odds with the the Cylon whole. Well, she's got a destiny, you know. She's got a. She thinks she does. She's is, got destiny. Is her reasoning for thinking that just that when she dies and regenerates, she sees the final five? Is that the only reason that, as far as we know? As far as we know, yeah. Because yeah. I haven't seen any other... I mean, she's probably talked to Leoben and at some point. Right. <laughs> the thing about Leoben... Leoben though. thinks everyone has a destiny, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Leoben just goes around handing out destinies like it's candy. It's kind of him. He's the, he's the Oprah destiny. of destiny. <laughs> you get a destiny. <laughs> you get a destiny. You got a destiny. That's very good. Oh, my God. Um... But yeah, so like, I, honestly, they they could have solved a, a couple of problems. Uh, they being the the uh, the Galactica could have solved a couple of their problems in one fell swoop. Uh, had Adama called their Diana's bluff and targeted that single heavy raider, destroyed it, right, uh, and proving that he was willing to uh, to attack a, even a single uh, raider, uh, and also. Uh, our friend Count Baltar. He's not a count in the show. Gaius Baltar was on that raider. That's right. If Adama knew that, he would have fired every new oh, he yeah. had at that raider. <laughs> it would have oh, yeah. been massive overkill. Uh-huh. He just would have made sure that the that, that raider specifically never made it to the service. Um it's it also like total aside. Uh, goes to show the again the the more like gritty realism of this show where they don't have like sensors that can be like oh I'm picking up human life signs on mm-hmm. on that vessel and like who could it be it must be Baltar yeah <laughs> yeah but at the same time like the Cylons know that he's armed his nukes so mm-hmm. how do they know that radiological signature I don't know <laughs> I honestly don't know I. The the suspension of disbelief that I allow myself is that the Cylons have developed significantly advanced uh, technology beyond what we see on the Galactica, uh, and that's that's about the best that I can offer on that. Because you're right, I, I I also watched that wondering like, okay, like you can you can imagine them being able to pick up the the radiation signatures of nukes, but like to know that they're armed, to know that they're targeting, like. Yeah. You know, you'd think that they would have to be in the computers. That's another with the files. Uh-huh. That's another uh, smart house. Another thing, and I'm I. 
this may be a real thing. I don't they know enough the, about. Uh, they sat on Google Home app and saw <laughs> that the uh, the nukes were armed. Exactly. <laughs> This 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 may be actually be a real thing. I just don't, I don't know enough about like fighter jets, but like you see that all the time in, in like movies that have like fighter jets. It's like oh they're locked onto us. How the fuck do you know that? Oh, yeah. How do you know? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Someone at me, tell me. How do they know? How does, it, does is that a real thing or is that just made up bullshit for movies? Do at me. My, yeah. In, in, you can in at this me at instance. Caleb Micah. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's that's not that's not you. That's me. No, that's me. That's what I said. Wait, I, just, huh? I, th- I think we just broke up. Oh no! <laughs> it's not you. It's me. Wait, wait a second, <laughs> Caleb. It's uh, not me. It's you. No, oh. no, it's true. Wait, oh. no, no. Um. So yeah, Deanna Deanna calls Adama's bluff and continues to send her raider, uh, or the the three that's representing the threes. Uh, continues to allow Deanna's raider with Baltar to continue down to the surface uh, against the protestations of the other Cylon models. And, uh, I, you know, Leoban, as you said, calls her out on it. And I think uh, Cavill specifically is like, uh, I think we've got a problem. Mm-hmm. Specifically, he says, this is not a good sign, my friends. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, you know, the... Uh, the eight that's in the room says, you know, she defied us, defied the group. And like, imagine, a, a, you know, an eight defying the group. <laughs> Wait a second. Huh? <laughs> I feel like this whole episode is about an eight defying mm-hmm. the group. It's a pot calling the, no, the eight calling the Deanna the pot. <laughs> we haven't seen You're, Simon in a while, have we? Oh. Almost there. We have not seen Simon in a while. Huh. I know but he's they, not. Uh, taking care of babies correctly we got that no he's definitely i mean we assume that he's their only doctor <laughs> yeah uh, right. which that you know that's an excellent segue we know that uh hera hasn't been hera. feeling with it. They, they you know they say both i think it's mostly deanna who says hera because she's australian i, I think on this show you can say any name however <laughs> you, you really want, can and it's fine baltar mm-hmm. adama hera a damn it <laughs> damn it um, they would never. I would be Andrea and Andrea and Andrea sometimes, constantly. I would never. They would never get it right. Ever. I would airlock the first person that called me Caleb. <laughs> that's that's reasonable. That's what you got to do. Your Lines first established. Day. Mm-hmm. Um, Find the yeah, so. biggest guy on Galactica. <laughs> Just. Right so we know that Hera is not uh, not doing so well. She she's sick, and the, the Cylons can't can't seem to uh, make her stop crying. And they've got their best doctors on it. And if their best doctors are in fact Simon, then I mean I think they're pretty much fucked us. <laughs> I mean the only other doctor they have is Baltar, and he's not really a doctor. Mm-hmm. I honestly for for a second when they're like. You know, we, we've had our best doctors look at her. We need someone else. And I'm like, are they going to call Baltar back? Because I don't think that that's going to help. <laughs> that baby just got a poop. Is that, is that the that, issue? That baby is hella constipated. That's all not, it is, that's, right? Yeah. Not nearly does, enough fiber in the Cylon diet. Does this mean that the Cylons don't poop if they don't know that the baby's got a poop? I think we can infer that Cylons at, the, at this point don't, don't poop. Oh Man, that's the... Explain yourself. Have you ever seen a Cylon poop? Mm-hmm. Have you ever I've, seen anyone on the show poop? Baltar one time. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> I think we saw him post poop, or maybe it was was that a Gata Gata poop? We did see, yeah, Gata pooped. So Gata's human. This was, is the test. So, <laughs> was that an extended so, cut that I missed? Or were they? It was the uh, the episode where uh, where um, the Balt- soap. wow, I totally forgot his name. Baltar uh, is is conned into uh, running for Senate or quorum. Quorum of twelve. He comes out of the bathroom. Oh, okay. He comes out of the bathroom. He, he chases Gata around the bathroom after Gata is just trying to take a shit in, in mm-hmm. silence. Anyway, I'm just saying so never, we didn't see we, Gata shit. We've never seen a Cylon poop. We've never heard a Cylon mm-hmm. poop. We've never heard a Cylon talk about pooping. Uh, I just think they don't poop because they would know the baby needed to poop. Well, like it the, doesn't make the, any sense. The evidence of my senses tells me Cylons don't poop. <laughs> I will. I will say though that Coddle did specifically say you didn't upgrade the plumbing, which tells me mm, that's true. Just because they didn't upgrade it doesn't mean they use it. That's also true. Have we ever seen a Cylon eat? Yeah, Leoben does. We've seen them all eat. I think we've definitely seen Sharon eat. Maybe. I think Have when we? I think when they were on um, yeah, Caprico, she ate all those beans with Hilo. No, oh, she did eat beans, and then she threw them up. And I knew that she was pregnant anyway, even though they tried to make it food poisoning. Like I, I love that you caught caught that on the first watch through, and I didn't catch it on like the seventh. <laughs> <laughs> that they were clearly of, showing that she's pregnant. There are a couple you know, of like, universal signals. That's one of them. Yeah, if you no, cough, you're you, dead. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, and if you're a woman who throws up after eating beans, you're pregnant. Yeah, everyone knows. There, you can't. <laughs> that's how it. Ha- that's how babies are made. <laughs> everyone knows. You can't put beans in your belly. You'll grow a baby. Exactly. That's, those, those beans are baby seeds. <laughs> why i've never and will never eat a bean same nature's birth control oh my god i i had so many beans the other day you got a whole litter of of baby calebs oh god no yep oh that's horrible babies um cabies no that sounds like a bug Uh, we don't want any cabies so um (laughs) We we know from last episode that uh, the boomer uh, like reveals the secret that Hera is still alive to uh, Athena, and you know she doesn't believe it, but you know, Rosalind confirms to Adama, who confirms to Hilo and uh, Athena, and Athena is just. I, I want to say she's beside herself, but she's also like coherent enough to come up with a hell of a plan. And she essentially begs Hilo to kill her, mm-hmm. knowing that she'll download back in the, the Cylon ship, mm-hmm. which is extremely risky. But mm-hmm. she believes that that she can okay. she can pull this plan off, and so you know, against his better judgment, he he kills his wife, oh. which is very traumatic for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then almost immediately has a bunch of Marines pointing guns at him and. Laura fucking Roslyn interrogating oh. him as to why he did it and like how he could let like all the their military secrets slip away and you know well if it was only your family I could understand but and he's like first of all first of all <laughs> you st- <laughs> yeah first of all rude uh, you stole our baby you gave her away you lied about it you hit her and 
now we're here. Right. Like, and she's, well, you know, I certainly played my part and, you know, uh, I'm like, no, mm-hmm. it was, it was mostly on you. Yeah. She really <laughs> is such a, I, I don't even know what the word that I want is, but. Politician. She's, yes, correct. That is the word. I, I love like, her so much. And like this episode doesn't change it, but she goes full on slimy politician. Mm-hmm. 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 It's that's exactly what it is. Like she, and and every week I love Hilo more. I know that we talk about him often as if as if I mean he is a himbo, but I as love as if him. he's not in the room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's behind but, you yeah, this whole time. Um, the whole time, like Mrs. Doubtfire. Like to introduce you to uh, this week's guest, uh, Tamil Pennicut. <laughs> I would like that. I would like lovely. that a lot too. Yeah, he just—he seems lovely. Why was he sitting if he, in silence for forty minutes? <laughs> imagine if he sat silent this with, whole time with this with just, this podcast. He might have been trying to get a word in. I'm surprised he didn't just walk out of the room. Exactly. Oh shit! Oh fuck! We have multiple greatest <laughs> contacts, so we're gonna go ahead and jump to a new location. And then we come back, we'll talk about the rest of the episode, so stay tuned. Hey, y'all. President of the Podcast, Andrea here. And I want to tell you about a couple of Night Shift Radio shows that we think you're really going to love. First up is a little podcast called Left of the Dial, featuring a couple of familiar voices. Every week, your hosts, Caleb and Kitsy, huh? talk about a different record they love. They also have really incredible guests on all the time. Uh, for example, a recent episode features Max Collins from Eve 6, King of Twitter, and a special surprise co-host... It's me. I'm the surprise co-host. Focusing on new and independent music, Left of the Dial is a great way to find your new favorite band. And I'd also like to recommend the Superpod HeroCast. You looking for something heroic in your life? Go check out our friends at the Superpod HeroCast. They're guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Every episode goes in depth with a different superhero movie. Classic of modern cinema, certified stinker, it doesn't matter. If it's a superhero movie, they're going to talk about it. You start with a little bit of comedy, add in some film analysis, and finish it off with a heaping dose of geekery. You've got the Superpod Hero Cast. Doesn't matter if you're a casual fan or a 20th level nerd. Download their latest episode, grab a beverage, and enjoy the fun. The Superpod Hero Cast. Be heroic. And of course, you can find these and all of our other great shows at nsrad.io. Because it's rad. And it's like radio. Well, let's just hope your wife is as worthy of the unconditional trust you place in her, Captain. And you as well, Admiral. Oof. Words are hard. Oof. Words is hard, but that that whole exchange is very good. It. I went back and forth a hundred times in this episode about what Athena was gonna do. Like in like scene to scene, I was like, "She's oh oh, she's been playing them the whole time. This was her. Oh no, but she won't. But she will. But she's whoop. She's on the silence team. She's on our team. Like we've given a lot of credit over the the, the course of this last." God, has it been over a year yet? It feels like it's been a long. We're getting there. It's, oh no, uh, we're very close. It'll be next next month. We're just a few weeks away from oh, our, our one year mark. Anyway, over the course of this show, we've given a lot of credit to the range uh, of Trisha Helfer uh, because of the basically the number of characters that she plays <laughs> all within the the silent model. Uh, and we've acknowledged, but I don't think we give enough credit to Grace Park for how well she plays this this model eight. And how, you know, at times, like, you don't know, is she, like, earnest and genuine? Is she duplicitous? Is she kind of both? And Does she even know? Does she even know? And, like, other times she's just, like, completely, like, docile and just kind of there as basically a prop. And, like, she she nails it. And this whole time, like, we don't, like, she 
presents it as though her plan is to go and rescue the baby and somehow get back to Galactica. But when she gets there, she immediately pulls the whole, like, they kept my, ba- my baby from her. And, like, now I know that, uh, you know, this is the only safe place for, for both of us. And, of course, like, it is enough to fool whichever six greets her in the, the goo tank. Yeah, <laughs> And enough to make me question it. Because there's a way she could have delivered that line that was kind of like a wink to us, letting us know, you know what I mean, the whole time yeah. that that was just. Um, or there's a way to you know, deliver it the opposite where it's played too sincerely and then it doesn't feel like genuine when the flip happens. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm, her, mm -hmm. the way she's kind of walking that line a a lot of times, like not even just in this scene, she's a very nuanced actor. And then she, you know, I think it's Caprica that that greets her and she takes her to see Hera and, you know, she, uh, Athena picks up Hera and Hera immediately stops crying and Caprica's mind is blown. She's like, oh my God, you two are biological, because Boomer's in the room. <laughs> like you two are like genetically and biologically identical, but she knows her mom and Boomer's like, mm, fine, you can hear it. She's... She's, she's, I didn't want to be a mom jealous. anyway. Yeah, she gets nasty real quick. Boomer's jealous uh-huh. at, you know, and Athena, like, feels Hera's belly and, like, it's, it's, she says it's hard as a rock. Like, you know, it's probably a blocked intestine. Has anybody thought to check that? Has, has she pooped? Uh, <laughs> sure. And they're like, well, you're, <laughs> they're like, you know, our doctors examined her. And she's like, your doctors have never examined a child, which is fair because mm-hmm. Cylons have never had a child. Mm-hmm. Unless. And so, unless. Unless. And then this is, uh, you know, she needs to be seen by a human doctor. This That that was the moment that I'm like, oh, my God, they're not going to have Baltar look at her. Um, but no, she's He's she's holding her up by one leg. Like, oh, like, I don't know what to do with this. It's fine to me. It'll take me 60-something years to test all this blood. <laughs> Baltar, put the baby down. How do you get all the blood out of it? <laughs> well, it's definitely a Cylon. I'll put it what? back. God. Um. But yeah, she says I need you know I need to take her back to Galactica, and uh, you know Caprica is like you know that can't happen, and Boomer's like ah I knew it all along. She's here to to play us, and Athena's like you can check for yourself, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Boomer does, and she's like hmm, she's right, hard as a gourd, which is a great comparison, uh-huh. a gourd, uh, and then she decides that you know. She's angry and wants to snap the kid's neck. That's weird. That was a very weird reaction. They love snapping baby's neck, Cylons. It's one thing I know about Cylons. That's right. It's weird. Like, it's weird that Caprica wasn't the one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like her thing. We know that she's into snapping baby's necks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the national but, Cylon uh, pastime. That's right. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Cylon baseball. <laughs> Just... <laughs> <laughs> That was dumb. <laughs> so, <laughs> rather than allow the the child to come to harm, Caprica <laughs> fucking snaps Boomer's neck. Oh God, I love Caprica so much. They uh, they escape together in a, uh, a stolen uh, colonial raider raptor. And uh, sorry, raptor. Mm-hmm. They're very similar words, mm-hmm. except not really. They just both start with R A. And, and they, they a colonial end with R rapture. Oh. oh no! It's a it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and return to Galactica, uh, where immediately uh, 
<laughs> the uh, caprica is not not greeted warmly. No, nope. yeah, uh, they don't they don't have a tendency to uh, to treat sixes very well no. on Galactica. Yeah, their track record on that is not great. I love her so much, Caprica. I said it last week that I thought that she was my favorite character, and I think I think I'm ready to commit to that this week. And she's so she's so good at like. Caprica specifically has a different expression on her, like, that Mm -hmm. she makes that's, like, a very, like, um, like, almost, like, tender is the word that I want to use, that you don't Mm. ever see her in any of the other models put on. Um, Like, I feel like you could put all the sixes in a lineup and I'd be able to pick Caprica out from the rest of them, just on that alone. Again, you know, all all credit to to Trisha Helfer Mm -hmm. for that. Like, she definitely, she plays that that part in a way that it it stands out mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh meanwhile back on the planet oh boy uh the the cylons are closing in and the uh you know the the colonials are doing what they can to to hold them off but uh it's one of those situations where they they blow one in half uh with uh, some some rigged explosives and the upper half just keeps shooting and the <laughs> other two aren't affected at all and these take about 37 bullets to the torso and nothing happens. So these must be the, the special models that require explosive rounds. There it yep. is. Oh, my God. And the inconsistency around that is, is, it is it, it's bothersome to me. Uh, and it always will be, I think. It's almost enough to uh, make you not want to watch the show anymore. It's not, though. Uh, you're right. <laughs> uh, and of course, the uh, the the humans lose a, a couple of people, and you know, time is is running out, and uh, you know, the 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 chief is still struggling to to read the glyphs. But uh, there's a rescue operation underway. Oh boy, this is so fucked up. Lee, this fucking guy, Lee Adama, sends. D, his wife, to rescue Starbuck, the woman he's been cheating on his wife with. And she goes. And she goes. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I understand it's like a, more, uh, to me, it's more a military thing, right? She's following the order. Yeah, she's following the order of her superior officer. She is not yeah. doing it as a favor for her husband no, at all. But I still think I'd be like, I guess I quit the military. <laughs> yeah. Like, how about no? I'm not going to fucking do that. Send this guy. He doesn't even have a name on the show. <laughs> well, they do. he's supposed care. to go too, but he dies immediately. That's right. Blows his <laughs> Which, face right it's off. It's really, really disappointing. I can't, like, and unnecessary, I think. Like It's so unnecessary. But what are you going to do? But it, it gives D some real quality time to make it to Starbuck, to, to find the, the raptor, and uh, almost get shot herself in the process when she busts in at Starbucks. Like, you, she's got her, her hands are all burnt, but she can she can hold her gun enough to to almost shoot D. Uh, but the the best part about this, in like hands down, as D goes and she. She does everything she can to to rescue and to to get Starbuck back. But goddamn if she's not going to be as petty about it as mm-hmm. she absolutely needs to be. Mm-hmm. As she should. She gives that's... her a high five at one point. She makes her thumb wrestle to start the <laughs> uh, It's just she um you know Starbucks kind of uh, uh bitching about something and the jabs her with some some pain meds and <laughs> She's like, if there's one left, better save it for when you fly us out of here. 
happened. I'm not fucking flying us out of here. Are you crazy? I'm high as a kite. (laughs) And, you know, Starbuck in her her woozy medicated state is like, you know, he won't cheat. He's too honorable, which is a callback to uh, the scene we had last episode. It's also, she's like, what's the word that I'm looking for? A lie. A fucking lie. <laughs> she, he will, he, hmm, maybe in the future he will not. But yeah. to say. What she said was technically, technically the truth. Right. He will not, moving forward, cheat. But he has very but many times already. Certainly has. It's nuts. Um, do you think I love they... D's reaction when she's like, unlike you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to, to be and to Starbucks credit, she's like, yeah, unlike me, like I, I, I'll own it. Mm-hmm. Starbucks a hot mess, mm-hmm. and she admits it, and she owns it, and she she you know, like, I feel like she's all the more lovable for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I say that maybe I don't love her, but I I do. I just need her to. I don't know. I need her to do the. I don't know what the right thing is, but need her to whatever sort it is. her fucking life out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, uh, Kara, starts to kind of drift a little bit, and D just fucking slaps her. <laughs> like, Stay with it. That yeah, was great. That was so good. Because yeah. like, you, Kara's like, I can't fly. And, like, she holds up her burned hands, and he's like, God damn it! Do I have to do everything? And in this case, yes. yes sorry, D, you fact. do. And of course, we get the the classic sci-fi like. Uh, Oh well, the the ship's in good shape, but it's just the flyby wire that's down. So all we have to do is like rip out all these wires and bypass this thing and hot wire the whole thing together, and then it'll fly again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know a lot about avionics. Pretty sure that's not really a thing in can't a- any hot machine. Wire a flying machine, right? You shouldn't be able to do that. You got shot do- down for a reason. Mm-hmm. Do-, do because God hates you. Do airplanes have keys? Caleb, do airplanes have keys? Like when I'm like when I'm flying to San Francisco for work, does the pilot like rock up in there with his keys and put them in the ignition and turn it to, to start the plane? Most some some do. Uh-huh. Mostly smaller aircraft, uh, like larger commercial planes don't. Okay. I, and, I wish uh, they just had bigger keys. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very yeah, exactly. giant, giant plastic keys you give kids <laughs> exactly, as toys. Yeah. Uh, presumably, military craft wouldn't, but uh, like some like small, like more like personal aviation, like small mm. craft do. Hmm. So it's probably safe to assume Raptors don't have keys. That you know, I, I've never seen them turn a key. I've seen them flip a Usually what happens in any show like this is they get behind the, the they get in the cockpit and behind the wheel and they just start flipping switches mm-hmm. and, and things just happen. You'd think with the amount of switches they have to flip on, they could just wire them all to the same switch and just go on. I mean, they all have to be on and you just, you wire it in such a way that when you flip the switch, they like fire in, in sequence. You'd think that that would be doable. Yeah. You'd think. So the uh, the the colonials are pinned down. Uh, Dee's managed to to rescue Starbuck, but they uh, Lee's is is certain that they're going to lose the, uh, the lose their position with the silence advancing, and so he orders Tyrrell to blow the temple, and so Tyrrell evacuates. They rig all the charges. He takes one last look and like 
if only I had more time. And Kelly's like, it's in the God's hands now. And does the really dramatic run out of the temple. <laughs> felt like, like I, she's a great actor. Um, that was a really awkward moment. Yeah. And I laughed. <laughs> um, but, you know, they, they, they get the, the charges out. And just at this moment, what they don't see is that uh, two new uh, visitors have entered the temple. Or is it three? Oh. Is it three? It is. It's, it's three it? in that it's Deanna, and it's three in that it's Deanna, Baltar, and Baltar's imaginary six. Oh, right, right. Is that who you were counting as the third? Uh, the Cavill that's also there? Oh, I forgot about I the Cavill. Because yeah. he, he, huh. he just shows up. Like, he's not there when they get out of the raider and are, like, surveying the land and, like, talking about their destiny. And then he just shows up, like, when, he, when they're in the temple. That's how he shows up when we get the original reveal that he's a Cylon, too. He, he does just, just kind of appear places. Yeah. He's he got, is a sneaky bastard. He's got Sharon uh, disease. Yeah, but Sharon always pops out from, like, behind something. <laughs> exactly. He's just there. Suddenly, yeah. <laughs> like, you just turn and he's like, oh! <laughs> And uh, the um, what's what's that? Oh, um, it just as uh, you know, the the three, the Cavill and Baltar arrive. The star goes nova, as our friend Gata predicted in last episode. And you know, it was like, oh, it could be minutes, it could be days, it could be years. Chekhov's nova. Mm-hmm. Chekhov's nova. Uh, and. Cavill's like, oh, I know why you're here. You want to see the final five. And she's like, it's my destiny. He's like, mm, I don't know. I'm going to shoot you. And just before he can, he gets uh, shot. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a Chekhov's gun moment where as Baltar is walking up to the, uh, the temple, he sees a gun on the ground. And next thing we know, he shoots the shit out of uh, Cavill. And then and... he fucking pops out of the shadow with his smoking gun in his suit like he's fucking James Bond. <laughs> The coolest Baltar's looked all. It, yeah, it really series. is. It's a great moment mm-hmm. for Baltar, and then Deanna takes a step into the the light that's now shining into the temple from the Nova. Uh, it's like it's a very exaggerated Indiana Jones moment. <laughs> yes, and. I love these like super elaborate ancient temples where like you have to be there at the exact right moment and like and the light has Very to be the exact right angle or from a fucking supernova mm-hmm. uh, that happens at the right time to reveal all. And she steps into the light and has one of those uh, moments like on on Kobol where you know, Kobol uh, where the humans were transported to what they believe was Earth. She's transported back into the what looks like the Cobalt Opera House, and Cobalt. she sees the, the face of the final five, and she's like, oh, my God, is it really you? Which, fun fact, I've seen those faces without the, um, the, the glowing light on them, and I can tell you that those actors were not the final five. So there's no chance that you can look at them uh, and have, just... have a, a spoiler moment. That's really smart. Which is really brilliant about yeah. this show is it any <laughs> is it familiar faces in general and it's just not no. the, oh it's just it's some random five random ass actors that's in, so funny in white robes uh, and like bright lights shining on their faces so you can't see that it's five random ass actors that's really smart but deanna walks up to one of them and says oh i had no idea i'm so sorry which is great because 
that means that she recognizes at least one of them. But who is it? I think it's Ty. You think it's Ty? I, well, only because I was trying. Well, I guess now that I'm thinking about it, there are more people. But I was like, who is she? Who does she have? <laughs> Any reason to apologize to? <laughs> who and, has a grievance with Deanna? Well, who isn't already? Because Six does, certainly. But <laughs> Cavill does now, too. Right, but they're both Cylons, so it can't be double, double, double Six or double <laughs> Cylons, you know? Getting snake eyes. Is that double Six? Oh, my God. No, can you, can no, be... nope. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I realized as I said it, it was that'd be, stupid. That'd be spider eyes. <laughs> Listen, snake eyes is G.I. Joe. And oh. Okay. And that is we'll the let, extent of we'll, our references we can make this week. Mm-hmm. We'll let Superpod HeroCast cover that. <laughs> <laughs> it would be six snake eyes. Because there's tw- Anyway. <laughs> but what we don't find out oh. is if any one of them is Baltar. That's true. I do think he, it's Ty because of the time she set him up and tried to get him drunk. That's all. He uh, desperately pleads with her as she dies from... The exposure to a fucking supernova. <laughs> As she she bleeds out through her nose. He's like, "Did you see my face?" And but she's what like, "About oh my me." God, it was beautiful. And he's like, "So it had to have been my face because it was beautiful." <laughs> There's no other beautiful face in this show other than mine. That sounds like Baltar. <laughs> That's a very Baltar mm-hmm. moment. Uh, and she dies, and he learns nothing. Uh, and then the the chief comes in to investigate why his uh, explosives didn't work, which Lee gives him entirely too much shit for. Like Lee is really shitty about that. Yeah, Lee like, blames it on him. Do? What did you do? And he's like, you didn't want to blow it up, uh, which I, you know is true. It's true, but, but he was still going to do it. Ter- well, he he's holding the the, the detonator and he, like he he presses it. And, or no, he 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 says like I can't, I can't do it. So there's something like Terrell just. He freezes in that moment, and I think he's got that like connection to his his father and to mm-hmm. like his his family history with the uh, with their religious beliefs. Or and he's just to like his I, Cylon I can't programming. <laughs> uh, I I think it's more the 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 connection to his his religious beliefs. Like he he wants to know. Like he mm-hmm. he has that kind of like. I don't believe, but you could convince me to believe mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like, you know, when he first goes to visit Cavill. And I, I feel like it's it's a lot of that is that connection to his past. And he wants to understand why, you know, why he was drawn to that place and why he could, like, he needs to figure this puzzle mm-hmm. out. Uh, but he can't do it. And Lee grabs the detonator and, like, presses the button and nothing happens. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, So they go in to figure out why the, the charges won't blow. And they find their good friend Baltar. Cheryl <laughs> just fucking pistol whips him. <laughs> so good. He pistol whips him so hard he dies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as the the supernova is rapidly consuming the entire system, and we, we've got our new race against the clock because like everything will be burned up in an hour, and we got to get out of here. Uh, and that hour goes real fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the the Galactic Immense Rescue Mission, they get all the people off the planet, and as the the, the raptors land in the Galactic Hangar deck, uh, Tyrrell and some folks carry out a body bag, and my first thought was like, oh, that's they, they brought their buddy off the planet mm-hmm. to, so they can, you know, then, you know, throw him out the airlock <laughs> like you do. Yeah. In but a respectful is, space funeral way. In, in a respectful space funeral I throw the dead body out the airlock. Um, but they bring it over to Ty and just unzip it just enough to see the face. And he realizes who it is. It's it's our friend Baltar. 
Why did they put Baltar in a body bag? Though? <laughs> That's not how you I don't think you can transport people. an unconscious person in a body bag. So I think the idea was they wanted to bring him back, but they didn't want to cause a scene. They knew that Baltar being uh, back amongst the humans was going to be a very controversial move. Yeah. And you know, people are, people are going to want him dead. And like, you know, Ty's initial reaction, like he's not dead. And fucking chief what? says, no, unfortunately. <laughs> and that's actually, that's a good point. Most people think he's dead. Yeah. That's right. Like I know, yeah, that's true. I know that the the higher ups on Galactica know he's alive now because of the last episode. Mm-hmm. But they I think doubt, he died on New Caprica. Yeah, that's I, right. I doubt that they disseminated that information throughout the fleet. So that's a good point, Caleb. Yeah. Figure so, if he's in a body bag, we can still say he's dead. Put him in a body bag, yeah. <laughs> uh, so here we finally come back to the idea of this mandala. And why they didn't think of it as the eye of Jupiter. When the chief sees the supernova happening, he realizes, like, holy shit, this is the eye of Jupiter. It was a supernova. And uh, I, I'm, it's probably Gaeta. It's somebody that makes the connection. And, like, you know, 4,000 years ago, Gata. around the time that the, you know, the 13th tribe uh, was in their exodus, you know, another supernova happened in this direction, and uh, it's, it's a bit of a leap, but I also kind of love it. They're like, you know, they left this as a signpost, you know, to say, like, we went this way where this other supernova happened, knowing that anyone finding this temple uh, at the right time, seeing the supernova happened there. Uh, again, everything has to line up just right, but that's kind of how this show works. Yeah. yeah. And so as okay annoying as it. it is, it's also pretty much like right on par for the, the, the show. Uh, he says, uh, there was another supernova seen 4,000 years ago around when the, the temple might have been built. It's 13,000 light years from our present position in a cloud of gas known as the Ionian Nebula. So they're slowly starting to narrow in on mm-hmm. where this 13th tribe went and you know the, the, the markers that they left along the way. And it's all like... It's very coincidental, but it all just happens to fit together. But somebody snapped a picture of the mandala, mandala in the uh, in the temple. Did you notice Hilo. the shape of the paper the picture was on? <laughs> it was octagonal. Everything's octagonal. I'm I'm surprised the mandala wasn't octagonal. Oh, that's a good point. But it like all of the like the the rays. It looks like a sun or a star or whatever, and all of the rays are kind of like angled off. So mm-hmm. it's like. It's got like 70 sides to it, so <laughs> I don't... Or maybe it's 80. Ooh. What is an 80 side? Well, I guess you got one. What is an... Octodecagon? 80-sided polyhedron. Uh, the Pentacus Icosadecahedron... That's an unforgivable curse. You can't just say that out loud. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I coasted uh, Don't say it again. You'll summon the devil. <laughs> oh God! Oh, don't tell me that. Um, as you suddenly see, you know, like something horrible appear no. behind me and ah! darkness. Oh no! <laughs> Caleb, come back. There we go. Thank you. Darkness uh, falls in. Mm-hmm. The... Oh, sorry. So, Hilo recognizes it, and he goes and finds Starbuck recuperating in her bunk, and is like, "Hey, do you have any uh, do you have any pictures from your old uh, apartment?" And she's like, 
yeah, why? You know, and checking my cigar box, which is great. I love that she she keeps mm-hmm. all of her uh, personal effects in a cigar box. And he's like, remember that that painting that you used to do? And she's like, yeah, I don't know. It was just a thing that like I liked it. I liked the the, the colors or whatever. And he shows her the mandala from the temple and a picture of her uh, artwork from the wall of her apartment. I love shit like this. And she's like, uh, and he says, well, they built that temple 4,000 years ago. And then she has this moment of realizing, like, Leoban said I had a destiny and that it had already been written. And then our friend uh, Deanna wakes up in the goo Mm -hmm. to, uh. Not the warm reception that they normally get, Mm-mm. but rather a uh, a cavil. And he said, you know, at least you'll never have to go through this again. She's like, <laughs> and he's like, you know, your your entire line is is fundamentally flawed, and uh, we're gonna box you. And she's like, but I have a destiny. And he's like, yeah, yeah, just- and your destiny is in this box, mm-hmm. <laughs> like. Thinking that you're the one that's going to save us all isn't a destiny. It's kind of a messiah complex. Uh, and then he unplugs her. And we see... And, and puts this. the flash drive in his pocket. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like, you know, she, this, this copy of her fades away and dies or whatever. And we see, like, this whole giant room of... Presumably, like, each model has their own, like, resurrection pod room. Which is kind of cool if you think about mm-hmm. it. I'm like, what if, what if a whole bunch of you died at once and you're all like, oh, no. you! <laughs> oh my God, you! It's the Spider-Man anyway. meme, but it's yes, a hundred of them the, copy paste. But it's, it's, it's hundreds and hundreds of Lucy Lawless. Do, say more. <laughs> you have my attention. <laughs> you, uh, well, how how did you know about my dream? <laughs> what? I, I see. I like to think of it more as like they can only resurrect a few at a time, so it's like a really long line at the bank. Just <laughs> like God yes. well, damn it, I got somewhere to be. Episode. Do their memories download through a mnemonic tube? Wait, mnemonic is that pneumatic? That pneumatic. Pneumatic. Thank you. Mnemonic, mnemonic is how you is remember, how you remember things. <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing that I couldn't remember that. You need a mnemonic <laughs> to remember pneumatic. Um, there is that moment. In the episode when apparently six murders for the first time or Deanna, somebody kills somebody with a rock, but there are a bunch of deaths, silent deaths in that episode. Yeah. And they're, they, it's another countdown where they're like, we, it's, it'll take them blah, blah, blah to get to her because they have yep. so many to do. See? Line at the bank. That's so funny. But it's, now. It's, it's a little bit tragic as uh, Deanna slowly fades away. She's like, brother, brother, brother. <laughs> No, I am your father. <laughs> I can do that because we already referenced that franchise oh, earlier. Okay, that I was gonna go for was once a man. And now we're canceled. <laughs> well, been fun. Goodbye, everybody. Does that mean I get to go watch a season and a and a few of the show right now? No, you still have to watch it every week. Damn it. And we're still gonna we're still gonna meet every week and talk about it. We just won't put it out in a podcast anymore. All right. I'm kind of okay with that. That means I don't oh, have man. to edit. Can you imagine no, making you still, it this far and not being able to finish? I'd be so mad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> uh, speaking of finish, this episode is finished. So say we all. Andrea, no. The, the podcast now it's done. The episode of the show is finished. We've, we've talked about everything that's worth talking about. Andrea. Hmm. How do you feel? What do you think? If I don't 
find out who one of these fucking final five are like today somebody is in big trouble um like today i don't think you will today oh god damn it god damn how it. many how many episodes can we record by the end of the day good point um i just this one don't <laughs> say this one yeah. that's that's it i need i need baltar to be a cylon i really want him to be one i think there's a chance we will find out that he's a cylon as he dies doing something heroic for humanity um, in a way. And wakes up in horror in the goo. Or doesn't at all. Like he somehow gets some sort of confirmation, which is all he's ever wanted. Well, for the last season and a half, it's all he's ever wanted. Yeah. And then it's over for him anyway. Like maybe he's the last of his line or something. I don't know. Um, I don't think that Starbuck painting the... Um, well, no, I don't know how we say the word either. Mandala. 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 Mandolin. Ah, painting the thing. I don't see how Starbuck painting... The circle. The Eye of Jupiter. Or, what am I saying? I understand, I think, maybe, that they want us to suspect that because Starbuck was painting the Eye of Jupiter all this time that she might be a Cylon. Like, that there's some... Like, how does she have this information? Maybe it's, you know, I don't know. Um I'm becoming more and more convinced every week, I, I said last week, that there, all none of this is a coincidence, that, like, that the Cylons and humans happen to be on the same planet at the same time when the star went supernova so that they could all see, like, somebody or something is leading them all to Earth at the same time. Hmm. But I don't know who that is. It's a gigantic space lobster. Oh, I like that. And I think that's my only wait, hold on, there's something that happens. We were talking about the eye of Jupiter. Oh, there are a couple of moments in this episode where they're it's they seem to be at some sort of impossible standoff and somebody is gonna have to cave, but they but both sides do. Mm -hmm. So like um the Cylons turning the raiders around, except for one. And Adama also backing off at the same time, the charging the Eye of Jupiter with the explosives, but and there's both. There's that standoff in the beginning, too, between um, Lee and Anders mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. we didn't really talk oh, about. the Cylon. That the pyramid player. The pyramid player. Mm. That, um, at least not a Cylon. Um, <laughs> that... Uh, it, you know, Anders finally like says, "Okay, fine, I won't go after her." And he says, "But because because Lee caves and gets D to go do it instead." But Anders says, "If she dies out there, I'll kill you." And Lee goes, "If she dies out there, I'll, I'll let, let you. you." Yeah. Jeez. Woof. Woof. That is a that is a, that is a rough moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I peeked ahead because I, I knew it was coming, but didn't re remember exactly when. And now I know when the next reveal is. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say I'm, it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. I'm. Part of me hopes we get all five at the same time, but not in the last episode. Like that, it feels like the buildup is to the final five, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and it would be fun I, if it weren't. Um, what I will tell you is that when the show was airing originally. That was like a huge buildup that like, you know, who are the final five was like once that became a concept. That was it. Uh, it became like that, like that, that was how they strung you along each episode. Uh, like find out who. Um, I'm not going to tell you any more about when, uh, Will who you tell or me how. Who? Oh. 
Uh, but I will tell you. I'll tell you now, it's in an upcoming episode. It, it, we, we do find out in the series. You know what? That is in the, in the next season and a half. As affirmative an answer as I expect from you two, and I'll take some it. Some is revealed. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't like it anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, now that we uh, we know we, we've got we've got Hera back, and she needs to poop. We've got a six in captivity. We've got a Baltar in captivity. Uh, we've got uh, you know. Sam and Kara and Lee and Dee all hugging, oh God. but looking longfully at each other, <sighs> and Poor we Dee. know something about an Ionian nebula and an older supernova that happened 13,000 light years away, 4,000 years ago. I think it's time that we uh, continue the search for Earth. Yes, please. And so, say we that, all. <laughs> we will spool up our FTL drives. And maybe go find the fleet that's just been hanging out all this time. And hopefully they're alive still. Ah. Because that would suck if we jumped back and they're all dead. But anyway, so say we all. So say we all. So say we all. Begin jump prep. We're leaving. We'll be back. Start your prep. Set Condition 1 is a Night Shift Radio production. Visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.